You will shut up and let him finish. Wait, I want to see what I want to do here. I'm going to turn off Mia Yim because this match is Mia Yuck. Oh, ring. Matt with the slam. She will never be friend of the show. I'm okay with that. If it, if all of our friends of the show end up like being on the show one day. We could just delete that episode. That's the magic of rewriting We're history. We're going to have right? Eric Bugenhagen, who was a super yeah. friend of the show last week. He shared all of our shit, Mike. He shared it once, twice, three times. Three times a Bugenhagen. Three times oh. yeah. a Bugenhagen. Um, yeah, he had a great time. I, I can't wait to find out that that wasn't actually Eric Bugenhagen and it was just some fan. <laughs> some oh, fan no. Twitter account. That he was like, I oh, not. I gotta change my name to Boogenhagen. Um, he he has already changed his Twitter handle. What? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I was tweeting at Eric Boogenhagen, and now it's Boogen or Metal Boogen. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. It's still verified though, so I I think we're okay. Right. I think. Well. And and somebody I... was looking up Eric Boogenhagen and saw our videos and photos, so I think. <laughs> And unless there's a massive conspiracy you know, to make the brothers of discussion look like idiots, which could be the case, I, I think we made it. <laughs> I was a little worried because um, we, we he kept retweeting it, and I said, you know what? He probably listened to, like, one episode, right? So then I went and listened to our episode, and Mike, I never listen to our episodes. Uh, <laughs> I went and listened. Once they're in the can, they're in the can. <laughs> I've never gone back. Never listened to it again. You just let that sucker sail on. Uh, I didn't like this one. And, Mike, I was a little embarrassed because we actually, we were actually ripping on Bugenhagen a little bit in the beginning. Of oh, the no! Were we? Are you sure? Like, you, you were saying that there's no way he's ever going to sniff the main event. And how nice of it was it just to enjoy his first day. And I was like, ooh, oops. It's like, mm. oh man, that must have been nice for his ego. Um, and and he did eventually stop sharing us. So like, 
that might he might have finally listened to the episode and went oh oh no oh i hope not uh but either way i i mean i i think it's still being felt the videos are being shared uh over the week not our videos but of bugenhagen at live shows so he instantly gets inserted in these live shows so that's 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 the fun of social media like usually we hate social media i've got an article queued up right now about why it's so hard being a pro wrestling fan i haven't posted it yet for some reason and i just i'm sort of i put out there on uh, at bod podcast both on facebook and twitter uh you know do, do people feel like it's hard being a wrestling fan and and I immediately got back, no, it's super easy. And I, I still don't agree with it. But it did cause me to uh, to yield, at least, in my decision to post this article. But um, going a long, short story long. Oh, short story oh. long here. Um, Can I just say real quick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, go fuck. ahead. Oh, yeah, and that, that article would have been posted on bodpodcast.com. Go ahead, Mike. Wait, is his name Metal Hagen? Yeah, something like that. Are we sure? <laughs> no, not 100%. Um, okay, I feel I'm a little scared right now. There's there's quite a few Bugenhagens. I I think this is him. Yeah. Eric Bugenhagen. Uh, he's been around since February of 2019 um now this was turned in by our crack research team correct um yes um oh no is this a real one man i can't tell I, why would he have started in february of 2019 on the day of his debut because <laughs> that's how that's how it works they saw him blow up on the live show that is a hundred percent Eric Bugenhagen. They had him kick out a. They had him kick right. out a, uh, I, a Twitter gotta, account as, as quickly this. as possible. Eric Bugenhagen, Metal Hagen. We have so much coverage to look at, we, but this is this is kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> Metalhead Beefcake. He's got five thousand followers. Uh, and I see like uh, um, Shane Thorne is in there, so that's real. I mean, I well, wait, no, the 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 WWE is sharing this this twitter account so it has to be him okay if i just search for eric bugenhagen and i look up people yeah he is the top people yes if wwe is sharing this twitter handle they didn't get fooled don't (laughs) they've been fooled before okay uh i I did my due diligence we we are best friends with with uh, NXT <laughs> phenomena. F- f- phenomena. Do 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 do. <laughs> phenomena. All right. It just fits the phenom, so perfect. Eric Bugenhagen. Like it, okay, it, that's him. It's all good news. I, that's it. But we got to start talking about like actual. We've got an elimination chamber to talk about. We're three away this, uh, from episode sixty nine. Yeah, uh, we've got Becky. We had a. Uh, Go ahead. This was a this was more important, arguably. This was the credibility of the entire sixty six episodes. Uh, oh, if Bugenhagen actually exists. If we'd been tweeting at a bot account, that would have been that would have been the end. 
of the brothers of discussion hey you know what um, i right now i i think we gotta we, we have to uh we have to look into your twitter habits because i i did my <gasps> research when i tweeted out i did everything i could to make sure that was eric bugenhagen so your doubt you, I don't know. I, I heard me. you right there with me a second you, ago. You, you jumped you, right you, in. Whatever. I saw you. I saw you jumping. Whoa! Let's uh, crack open the Twitter here. And, uh... <laughs> hey, just because you 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 made me doubt myself <laughs> doesn't mean I didn't do the due diligence before. I just... All right. You want a Bi- you want a Bible reference? Matt just had a doubting Thomas moment. There you go. All right, Michael and Doubting Thomas about to get cracking here on some real wrestling news. Now that we've found out we not. Not quite a verified account. Uh, now, now that we're eight minutes into the show, when you're when you're only followed by the NXT roster and the brothers of discussion, you're not quite verified. But I think he's a few more NXTs he's, he's, from having a little blue check he's mark. He's one more rock concert away. He yeah. he's definitely his Twitter account grew a lot quicker than ours ever did. So I, I think that says something. Well, I think whatever we touch turns to gold. So. You're welcome. We made your career, Bugenhagen. That's All true. Right. We did make that beautiful gift. So what do, what do we want to touch on first? Do we want to get NXT out of the way? Because it would be quick. You know, painless. it was not the greatest episode of NXT. It's, let's let's get that out of the way. Yeah, and then we'll go Wednesday. into the main roster. Yeah, you know, it's usually a wrestling Wednesday. This was, uh, let's see who which verified wrestlers are actually following. Uh, Alicia Fox 00660009 uh, followed me, and I said, oh, oh, this is real. And then she sent me a direct message and said, hey, I just thought I'd follow you because you're really hot. Nice. And you seem like a hot wrestling fan, so I knew that was legit. Um, yeah. So what are you and Alicia Fox doing? Well... Uh, I'm gonna, sh- you know, they travel on the road a lot, so she said she needed some money sent to her, um, so I'm gonna be doing that. I feel like, um, uh, you should call her as Vince Russo, and tell her that this was a Vince Russo burner account, and that you're starting a new <laughs> wrestling promotion. Well, little Most did wrestling you accounts know. are, are Russo. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great if Russo listened to our podcast, and he created a series of burners to try and dupe us and uh <laughs> losing credibility um so matt you know we should get into nxt and nxt uk let's get it out of the way it was a rough week um let's start with the highlights matt the man of a thousand names because nobody can pronounce it correctly uh mr Dijakovic this week this week he was Dijakovic. he's like mick foley but with uh 997 extra names uh matt you know he had an incredible corkscrew diving corkscrew onto the floor for a six foot nine and a half foot man that was a scary thing to witness i'm glad he wasn't flying at me corkscrew corkscrew style (laughs) uh but what i really liked is the crowd was doing the feast your eyes before he'd even begun the gesture so it it kind of feels you know like how you know, we're, we're, we're feeling optimistic about uh, Otis and Tucky on the main roster. It feels like Dijakovic is, he's getting a little, he's getting a little energy behind him. He's getting, getting some crowd support. And it was, it was a good thing to see. Yeah. And, and we're, unf- you know, we're, we're biased unfairly. We're, we're behind him like before he's really even been tested only because we got to see him live and he put on a hell of a show with Champa. And we've talked about this a bunch of times. If you're 
fan of the show, been listening to a while, you've heard this story uh, more times than than you than you probably wish. And but and most people are fans of the show, except for me, I am. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, well, you know who hasn't heard this story is probably Eric Bugenhagen. Eric. Um, now the as the story goes, uh, we were at. And I'm just kidding. I'm not telling this again. But. We, you know, for me to see the fans at least get behind him, and I was already behind him, and we know he's a swell guy. I, I, I think it's good to see, and, and uh, you know, I, I had the pleasure of going back through his old catalog and uh, watching some matches on YouTube. So I think, I think we've got, uh, we've got a good roster for him to show off some stuff because he's had, uh, he's had some, I don't know, maybe four star, according to Meltzer, uh, matches with uh, Keith Lee. Ooh. So. He's, he's got some buddies. Anyone, anyone who can get a decent match out of Keith Lee, let me tell you. <laughs> Man, that punch. Let's just bury everybody. That punch yeah. he threw at uh, Cassius today. I, Keith Lee, I don't hate him. I, I like Keith Lee. Uh, we like his slap. But, damn, that punch sucked, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I'm only highlighting it, too. Like, this episode was kind of, you know, just... And, and and NXT UK too, both two 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 stinkers, bad Wednesday. But uh, I don't know how many times I'm gonna say that. Um, I definitely didn't take a lot of time today to pre- to prepare for an NXT NXT UK conversation. Yeah. Um, and I still watched it, and it's just. Well, I mean, it's the most fresh for us, you know. Uh, these are just real gut reactions. It's just like on a night when you have Adam Cole and Ricochet headlining, you have a show that's going to have all of Undisputed Era. You're going to have the War Raiders. You're going to have uh, Keith Lee. You know, you're going to have Shayna Baszler. Uh, that that shouldn't be a program that stinks. Right. Um, Adam Cole and Ricochet. I, this is <laughs> as much as we love good in-ring storytelling, and Ricochet did a really consistent job of selling a leg injury um you know throughout the match except you know for the finish um (laughs) when you take away ricochet's ability to fly that's part of the appeal of watching him fight so it was you kind of had to grind your teeth and you know just uh, you know just appreciate the art form but know that you weren't going to get an a plus spot fest that you you know typically expect to see out of those two guys um but i'd say the the top three performers and my god matt Hot tag, have you ever seen a more Monday Night Raw episode-like episode of NXT? No, that's... It was, It was what, 54 minutes when you cut out the commercials? Maybe yeah. 52? Yeah. Uh, we literally had about 30 guys uh, that night. Uh, Street Profits, Humberto, his partner, Stacy something, Keith Lee, Cassius Ono, War Raiders, Fabian Eichnall, uh, and Marcel Bartel. Uh, Rest Undisputed Era, Ricochet, Alistair Black, Vanessa, Aaliyah, Conchi, Basler and Friends, Dijakovic, Shane Thorne. And this is in a 50-minute episode. Everybody was in there. And we got a Gargano and Velveteen Dream promo. Yep, I was hoping we were going to get that in there. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was fully loaded. Um, not, not a lot of time to get, like, real story in there. But it, it did, uh, it did kind of feel like, you know, they... Maybe maybe the plans going forward are, are like some really lengthy matches, so we're not going to be able to get everybody in there. And you don't want to go, you don't want to go three weeks without an Alistair Black sighting, you know, kind of deal. Right. Um, 
And and then like the tag titles, like if that bout doesn't happen, because we know Gargano and and uh, Velveteen is probably gonna go for a half hour next week. Uh, right. What else? You know, what else do you fit in? Um, we still don't know what the hell's going on with the women's championship, and I don't know, man. You got that uh, Bianca Belair uh, confrontation. Oh, is that on your list? That wasn't on your list, was it? I missed that too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, to, to start the show, to see Kyrie and Io get in trouble with Bianca Belair, and I guess now she's just crazy because she still thinks she's undefeated. Uh, that's a whole nother conversation. We're, we're making <laughs> we're making one point here, but yeah, everybody was in this episode except for... I think... I'll, who are we missing? Champo? Champo? Matt Riddle. Oh yeah, Matt Riddle. Good one. Nice. Nice. Oh, um, Mike. That might be it. <laughs> No, we're missing oh. the biggest. Oh no, we forgot NXT. Eric Bugenhagen. Yeah, <laughs> man, how do we miss the bro, the champ, and the boo? You know, I, I feel like we have three biggest stars. We spent enough time talking about him. I listened to his entrance theme. I, God, probably fifteen <laughs> times this past week. I, you know, you know what else you need to listen to? If you want to get jacked, Bugenhagen, Bugenhagen style. <laughs> He has not one, but two verified playlists on Spotify where you could get jacked like Bugenhagen listening to some heavy metal. Wow, he's already uh, on there? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he's got two. I'm pretty sure Drew McIntyre only has one. So the Boog is, he's, he's making his presence felt in social platforms. Um, Matt, real quick, NXT, NXT UK, UK. Uh, there is some storyline for Devlin and uh, the Kiwi Buzzsaw but uh, I don't know that Pete Dunn and Wolfgang Mattress eh, my M laid a big turn oh my gosh um, yeah <laughs> it was a wrestling like it was kind of you kind of wanted to mix and match a little bit NXT was kind of promo heavy UK was kind of mm, wrestling heavy with maybe matches you weren't super geeked about I don't know maybe a little you know, throw a promo in UK, maybe like a, you know, longer match in NXT. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I'll say for the for wrestling Wednesday, my three MVPs, um, Humberto Carrillo, uh, who I thought was just gonna get squashed by the Street Profits. His partner's name was Stacy something. Uh, I mean, they were there to lose, but uh, Humberto definitely making a name for himself against Gargano and Two Hundred Five Live, and in this match. Um. Dijakovic, and then number one is still Shayna, who comes out, lays waste to some uh, other women in the roster, um, and then cuts a promo that says, Don't freaking piss me off! And I was like, Oh, Jesus! <laughs> I would never piss you off, Mrs. Miss Baszler. I'm sorry. Uh, she's, she's really, you know, laying the groundwork. She's going to be a future Raw or SmackDown, or probably both, unified champion for the women. <laughs> Matt, you got two hours of programming. You had roughly 60 to 80 members of the NXT roster uh, making their presence felt tonight. Matt, top three guys. Just what's in your heart. Don't put too much thought into this because it doesn't feel like the writers did. Matt, who you got? Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish. All right, moving on. God damn it. To the main roster because it's Elimination Chamber Week. Mike, 
Now, here's here's a fun question. You know the one you just asked me when I complained about this being the worst week in, in NXT and NXT UK history? Here's Oh, yeah! We're coming! Can you rank for me, real quick, think about the matches oh, no. that happen once a year, even though they're happening, sometimes <laughs> they happen twice in one night. Can you rank uh, the matches for me that are the once a year, you know, part of the, they get their own pay-per-view... Go ahead, rank them for me. We're, you know, Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, Elimination Chamber. All right, number one, Men's Rumble. Number two, Women's Rumble. Nice. Number three, Men's Greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> number four, Women's Greatest Royal. All right, nice. <laughs> There's probably a battle royal for the WrestleMania uh, Women's Pre-Show card. Uh, no, probably Men's Rumble, Ladies Rumble. Um. I, I'm going to say that Money in the Bank and then Elimination Chamber. All right. I, I like, right now, I, I, I've been thinking about it, and, like, when it comes to, like, results, I feel like Elimination Chamber is where it's at. Ooh. Can I throw in a, a caveat there? Yeah. Um, the reason I put Money above Elimination, and they're both really fun, they're both violent, but whenever Elimination Chamber comes around, I always think we're watching wrestling from like the 70s when they didn't bother to get a camera in the ring and you're just watching <laughs> fucking steel beams and then the wrestler's kind of moving in the background. So Money in the Bank, you get better, like a visual presentation. You can actually watch the match. So I know they're getting better about it. Like they usually have a guy or two on the, on like the steel apron. Yeah. Um, but it, it kind of took them a little while to get around to that. I, um, you'd think, too, like, the technology would catch up, like, at this point. And they were like, oh, let's put you know, a hole in here on the, right in the top, and then we can fit a camera in you there. You know, hot tag, uh, you know, we like to be a little creative on this show. Yeah. You know, you bring up a good point. Last year was one of the first times we had a camera part of the structure. I don't know if you remember that. Nope. Uh, no, I, it was kind of in the in the corners of the elimination chamber. I just made myself an asshole a second ago. You made yourself an asshole. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I turned into an cool. asshole. Just, you turned some, <laughs> used some folds and you just pinched them together into a little butt. Yep. Okay. All right. What do How I do you... with this thing now that it's here? Go ahead. Sorry. Ask your question. <laughs> yeah. What's going on with your new asshole? What are you talking about over there? Uh. uh do you want to elaborate, no, I, or should I, I just move on to wrestling have, things? I don't have the uh, the improv prowess to. Come is just up a with, is uh, this is there just a weird butt smell coming out of somewhere on your body? <laughs> oh, I made a new asshole. <laughs> so Matt's got two assholes. Who knows where this one is? Uh, Matt, hot tag. In the WWE lexicon of matches, yes, match types. Where would you? <laughs> And try not to try not to be, you know. Don't be Vince Russo. Don't be you know Jerry the King Lola. You know, in nineteen ninety eight when he was at his perviest, where would you put a camera, like for the actual wrestling Jesus. match? What would be a fun spot? <laughs> so I don't want to see. Let's put one in the ladies' locker room. You know, let's see those puppies. We don't want that. I want a real entertainment wrestling answer, like. I really liked when the NFL started dangling cameras uh, between the center's legs. No, 
when they would do the uh he put him on that pulley and it was kind of like you were playing madden so you could watch the play develop right from the snap like they they put it over the line of scrimmage i thought was cool well one thing i'd like to see them uh continue to like work with and update because i know they did it at wrestlemania was like you could watch you could watch uh in in like vr from the ring post so i think like that next step especially with something like elimination chamber where you've just got an entire wall that's that's your opportunity i think you don't want to put it in the middle of the ring because i i know that just becomes a problem with suplexes and stuff and you know i i i don't know i i I don't want anything getting in the way but i i think if you just went from from those so you're going out from uh parallel how do i want to put this from the sides of the ring not from the corner out to the cage i think that's the best spot where where nothing's really going to get in the way um i guess you got guys climbing up the cage but I, i still think there's an opportunity there to put to put a camera Maybe something that you know will get will get worked into the show, and you can watch it blow up or explode. Um, not not like uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, Bray Wyatt explode. I just mean <laughs> see it topple over, <laughs> like when uh, somebody scores yeah. a goal in hockey and they hit the camera. You know that that would be fun. But um, I I don't know. I feel like they've been... if they if they've got cameras already on those pods uh, then they've they've nailed it i just don't remember seeing them on the pods is my problem because that that seems to be the best spot because that's where the least amount of action is taking place well i i think it might be a little tough to do but uh you know i think it'd be a great idea if most of the wrestlers started wearing gopros you know (laughs) then you could feel an f5 right in your face i was i was <laughs> trying to think like the pervious way to do it since you asked me not to so i thought you just put it for male and female just have two cameras uh on everybody's nips just hanging right out there well, i was gonna put it like almost like a chastity belt so you could be right in the face for every power bomb you know <laughs> get a nose full of groin i think it pre- what about a camera on the referee I mean, I don't know if you're joking, but I feel like that wouldn't be too bad. It would look ridiculous. <laughs> It'd be hard too, like if it wasn't something that was small and like tightly wound around his waist or his head. You know, every time he went down for a pin, the thing would probably fly <laughs> up. Um, and you also don't want to have a like an audio feature because you don't want to hear Vince yelling at him, you know. Um, well, we got let's... Like two minutes left in this segment. We gotta sell some Honeycrisp. Come on. Well, we, you know. we had a good, <laughs> we had a good pace going, Mike. I, I think we gotta. Now it's we're at twenty five minutes. And we still haven't talked a single elimination chamber match. Um, we gotta jump into this. Speaking of point. which, a uh, friend of the show, Golden Crisp. Oh my god. Uh, it's golden. It's crisp. It's good for you. All right. Well, Matt, I... you want to get into this Becky Lynch side? Yeah. We're 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 sixty days. Uh. We're two days into Becky Lynch's 60-day suspension. I was to say, we are 60 minutes in. We haven't talked about wrestling. All right. <laughs> Bogenhagen. All right, man, 60 days. Was was that apology fiasco? So I, I just want to... Here's, here's what I want to do. I want to take the arguments that are out there right now that this is great story writing, and I just want to ask you, how much fun was it to watch <sighs> Becky Lynch hem and haw in the backstage area about her giving her apology... And then she ultimately does it. 
Mike, so... is that was that amazing storytelling? It was the reason I'm behind Charlotte being added to this match. That was awful. I cannot ever imagine in the history of his career Stone Cold ever apologizing to the authority. That was utterly ridiculous. And I don't know if you watched the whole episode, but having like certain superstars tell Becky just to apologize, like Ronda and Finn, like you don't you don't even need to mean it. But then when I heard like Alexa Bliss, like I'm listening to this and I'm like taking a shower this morning, um, and then Alexa Bliss chimes in, and she says. You should never apologize never compromise and then that that was like the only thing that made my ears perk up like that was the most interesting part and then of course they turned it into alexa trying to better becky like everything about this was just trying to tame becky lynch like she has too much power she's she you know she's weaker we are the power over her and it was just it's weird to me because then like with all of this talk about the wwe making these major strides for women uh it's just it was this power play of of your boss just (laughs) telling you it doesn't matter what you do what what ground you shake what impact you could have i am your boss and you do what i say so it's just to me it's a horrible dynamic that's being set up but i can't get behind this is great storytelling uh because no. it, it's just no it, it, yeah we're in lockstep on that um i mean the way they they were um kind of stifling her uh ability to express herself and stand up for what's right um i like i wouldn't be surprised if at wrestlemania the stipulation is it's uh you know let's build a wall match because that was the most <laughs> offensive thing they've done to the women's division in quite a long time um it made becky look awful it made ronda look dumb uh and like now now it's like you need charlotte because you've taken so much of the teeth out of this feud where it's like now now we just want to fight for women and no you had a blood feud to kill each other not you know we're not making this a uh, like, we should be talking about it being about, you know, women main eventing WrestleMania. Not you two, because then it's, then it's just like a gentleman's contest. We've been over this a thousand times. It's not the most compelling matches to watch. Right. Then you get golf claps instead of heated boos and electrified cheers. It's, it's a terrible idea. Is this, um, is this all fueled, I mean, we've already talked about this before, but is this all just fueled by Ronda not being the bad guy and they want her to be a good guy? It's like every step here, every move, every chess piece, every checker that's gone across the board is just like they they definitely seem like the the WWE definitely seems like they're really trying to recreate WrestleMania 30. So Becky's in the Daniel Bryan slot. Yeah. Um Ronda's kind of in the you know, she didn't win the Rumble, but popularity wise and how it was kind of a gray area where there was cheering and booing she's definitely in the batista role i think and then orton kind of you know the the nepotism uh wins the title way too many times and they insert them just as the clear-cut person for you to boo that's charlotte yeah no that's Um, that's perfect 
So, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> when, when like, Vince uh, came out. Thomas Middleditch, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thank you. like, the, 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 the teeth they've, rem- <laughs> they've removed from this feud. Yeah. Like, now you need Charlotte in there to give you something to boo about. Because otherwise, you're just kind of half-heartedly booing Ronda because she's supporting, you know, women's phys- physical ability. Uh, that they can hang with the men in the wrestling ring. So, ugh. yeah, I, I don't, I'll I'll jump on this too because we we do need to move on. But you know, Charlotte gave a great promo on SmackDown. She controlled the crowd. I just like I. It's baffling to me that this is the length that they need to go for the writing to like start to to be. I don't I don't even want to say it's more creative. It's it's just like, all right, we actually took time and planned out what Charlotte's going to do. Charlotte came out and was motivated and stayed focused. And it's like, why is it so hard to find the same focus when you're fighting Asuka? What? There's so many other places that this could have been used. And think about, like, go back like to some of the most memorable R- WrestleMania builds. It was always about those like two people going at it when you've got like you know mike tyson gets in the middle of Shawn michaels and stone cold but how many times did stone cold just chase down sean and then at the start of that match at wrestlemania is just stone cold giving sean the finger all the time uh the the rock and stone cold it was about those two fighting and now we just have charlotte mad at the fans and, and and the wwe on twitter posting uh charlotte's entrance oh like oh whoops was that today did is that what was scheduled today to post her entrance it was just you know now now they're just trolling the fans it's like how is this what are you doing get back to get back in the writing room and figure out a compelling story stop trying to just make people angry and make that your that's not creative i i think i think that's just i i, I will be the guy that you know I, I've, I don't know. We need to move on. But if you have any final no, thoughts, no. I mean, this is this is the biggest feud in in you know main roster WWE is you know Becky versus Ronda and then Charlotte kind of on the fringe. <clears throat> yeah. It's just you know it's going to give us more to talk about. Uh, you know after we'll see how Sunday kind of plays out. But um, as far as deepening the roster, that's what we thought we were going to get. You know, and we had Becky and Charlotte on SmackDown, Ronda on Raw, and kind of see ronda you know challenge these women she's never fought before and becky and charlotte can kind of butt heads and they have asuka now you have three of the most important women on the show all in the same match so what the hell are we doing with asuka she's barely even on tv um i i don't think it's fair for you to say it's her promo work holding her back because we've definitely made exceptions for Bobby Lashley. We've definitely <laughs> yeah. made exceptions for Brock Lesnar. Uh, we've made exceptions for arguably the greatest superstar of all time in The Undertaker when he had Paul Bearer. Um, How about uh, the fact I... that Ronda Rousey gets trotted out there to give promos and they're they're pretty terrible. They're pretty rough, <clears throat> yeah. And English is supposedly her first language, so, I mean, she doesn't and, even have that excuse. And that's coming from two people that we don't hate Ronda Rousey. No. No, I like Ronda, and I, I appreciate her, um, 
you know enthusiasm for the business she it's still unbelievable this is year one of her professionally wrestling yeah um she i i I could probably count on one hand how many stinker matches she's had um (laughs) so it's just ah, spread the wealth and you know it it shouldn't just be this recycled daniel bryan idea from wrestlemania 30 Mm -hmm. I, i i wish we could do more I wish we could get singles matches. It's WrestleMania that we're looking at. So just kind of, you know, last week it was something we were worried about happening. And, you know, this week it looks like it's coming to fruition. But, Matt, we got to move on. We're going to have more time for Charlotte uh, complaining here in the upcoming weeks. Um, Oh, and real quick, uh, I guess Ruby Riot really has no chance because she was barely mentioned on Monday Night Raw. She had a nothing match against Nikki Cross. Uh, she's getting a title opportunity against Ronda at Elimination Chamber. Uh, little to no fanfare for that. Are we? We haven't talked about how you know the Riot Squad could be on the on the side of the ring, you know, there to interfere yeah. and maybe give Ruby a a, a shot at winning. Uh, you know, those are topics that have not come up. Are we, do you want to jump it, into the Elimination Chamber conversation? Uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to, or do you want to? just uh mention quickly the the new the new portions of wwe oh well i mean uh only because you 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 asked the question um i yeah we can uh let's 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 get all the let's blitz through those yeah Yeah. so is the wwe different uh so as we all know at the end of december the wwe declared themselves to be all about the fans and all their booking will follow along with what we want because uh well you know they've got other promotions that were taking away their twitter uh and facebook mentions so <clears throat> they went ahead and came out with all the pomp and circumstance you would expect everybody trotted out there they were super nice and here we are two months later is the wwe different well mike we got the revival finally winning the tag championships we thought it was enough we we listed it on our our on this list uh, you know a few weeks ago was when the revival was just getting shots at the championship and we said well that's that's a good first step uh but now they right. are the champions and i think it instantly and this is hilarious legitimizes this tag division on raw i think you like i instantly care about the tag titles and and i i it's just one of those things where if you try and put yourself in someone else's shoes or you want to feel like this situation, I, I'm thinking, you know, like you put yourself like, okay, now there's going to be a raw tag title feud and the revival is going to be the champion and someone's chasing this this tag team that we've all decided is great. This will be fun. We just got to hope it's yeah, not I, Bobby Roode and, and Gables. Ugh, like hopefully, God. yeah. I, I'll say for the first time ever, I will be okay if it's like a fatal four-way at WrestleMania for four different tag teams. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to have teams that's, you know, uniquely and um, uh, solely specialize in tag team wrestling. Yeah. It's a, it's another thing to even give them the belt because we're so comfortable giving it to, you know, the Sheamus and Cesaros of the world, the Canes and Daniel Bryans, the... Miz and Shane McMahon, um, you know, kind of the mix, 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 mis, mismatched uh, singles wrestlers, and then you know, letting them steal the belts for a while and turn that into a story where they get together, break up, yeah. and have a singles war. 
this is a big deal. I think you're right. Because um, now it's going to feel like, you know, now we can see tag team entities fight each other for a tag team championship. Um, and I'm invested. I didn't care about Rude and Gable. I think uh, Gable should find some way to get back with Jason Jordan if he's back from his boo-boos. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a positive. It's the first time I'm interested to see uh, tag team wrestling come next episode of Monday Night Raw. Matt? Uh, Triple H said... Oh, I was going to say the other good news. I thought we'd get those out of the way. Is, uh, Kofi Kingston is uh, the Iron Man in the oh, gauntlet yeah. match. I, 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 If anything is changing like that, or anything needs to change outside of just the WWE saying, you know, we're going to listen to the fans, it's definitely a guy like Kofi Kingston getting some victories like that. Like, taken down... Uh, somebody said in one match... He took down two WWE, two former WWE champions, two former TNA champions, and two former Ring of Honor champions, all in one match. Now a couple of those are doubled up. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't matter. That that was a huge accomplishment for Kofi, and it's it's sad that he isn't one of those guys to be mentioned in that list. Like if you went through this list. I think he has all the reason in the world to uh, to take a surprise victory and hold on to the title. Uh, you know, going like what argument could you possibly make that he doesn't deserve it? Uh, especially with you know all of this opportunity that's out there and all of these other matches they're building up. And if we're accepting that we've got our final match, our main event, the match that's going to go on all the posters, let's take some chances on some other guys going into WrestleMania, Mike. Your thought? Uh, Kofi's got no shot on Sunday. Uh, this is a this is a nice story. I'm I'm glad they're giving him you know the rub, give him a little momentum. Uh, you know he's only in there because Mustafa Ali uh, had a really untimely concussion injury. Uh, it's a bummer. Um, you know would have got him on the main stage in a match. You know that you're probably gonna rewatch sometime in the future because of how much we love Elimination Chamber. So that's that stinks, but. Uh, Kofi's been in the WWE game forever, man. Um, he's in a way for me, kind of like a like Dolph Ziggler, except Dolph did briefly have runs with you know the main belts. Yeah. Um, where they're guys who are really good at getting you over. Um, you know, incredible endurance, uh, really good at selling. Um, and they're not you know huge two hundred and sixty pound guys, but they're not quite you know the you know the cruiserweights. Um. So they're kind of in that, that tweener ground where I think that's probably why they haven't won, you know, the championships that they could have. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kofi put on a hell of a show. He reminded the world, you know, this. I, I don't have this job for, for no reason. Uh, well, yeah, then the last one. What was, oh. Uh, yeah, so that's just kind of the final note on Kofi. Uh, one we didn't put in there was EC3 versus Dean Ambrose. As far as WWE being different, this is EC3's second match. Yep. Um, and he's already had a face-to-heel turn. Ah, that's I was hoping you were going to say that. Because I was going to say, is the WWE actually being different? Now that he's flipping face and heel, um, have they already decided that EC3 will be nothing? Uh, considering... <laughs> the, the flopping of the character. I don't. We don't really need to answer that question. I just... That was the point I wanted to make now that you said that. Um. Well, here's 
here's where I can almost justify what they're doing. Um, well, it's kind of their fault to begin with because they, they're not giving him microphone time, and that's how he's going to win people over. Yeah. Uh, so they put him in his debut match against Ambrose, who's been a heel traditionally uh, since his return from injury. Um, so he should be getting, you know, uh, face support. And he didn't really get people, you know, chanting EC3. And they, you know, that seems like they got him on TV. You know, we got Ambrose, who's willing to, um, you know, job out for him. You know, because they're going to have a series of matches. Um, and because the crowd didn't go bananas, let's see if we can get some um some sort of noise for him by switching them uh, obviously it's i'm really reaching to justify it because it yeah. shouldn't be a week-to-week thing um i mean we'll, we'll know more as we go along i you know give him the microphone it worked for the rock it's gonna work for ec3 the guy's hilarious he's got the facial expressions um he's got the vince mcmahon physique just let him talk he'll talk your way he'll talk his way into your hearts <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, the last one here is uh, Triple H, after it's, it's been two months, saying that the fans are, uh, you know, we're in charge now, and it was just this past Monday, Triple H saying to Becky Lynch, as he leaned in, trying to get Becky Lynch to apologize for the slaps and the, uh, the broken arms, says to her, looking in her eyes and pointing towards the crowd, their opinion doesn't matter. Oh! <gasps> Now, I don't really care that he said that, but let's if we're talking about storylines and we have to believe that what's said on TV is is actually following through week to week. Uh, it took him two months to go. Fuck you. We're not. We're the authority. We're we're in charge here. You're bad. So that's yeah. already done. Um, Mike, we are forty five minutes in, and. Uh, we haven't talked one Elimination Chamber match, so we're going to knock this out in six Let's get right in. Let's get this in 15 minutes. All right. Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin. Uh, Braun Strowman. Yeah. I mean, I, the way I put it, and this will go up on the uh, blog, I said that this match totally screams, we need a seventh um, for some <laughs> reason. Uh, six matches wasn't enough. We need, to, we need to put one more in there. Braun Strowman all the way. Uh, this will be the... Uh, the, the clubbing blows, I said, of Braun uh, will act as the hammer and nail to Baron's coffin. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick, we both picked Braun, but Matt, um, you wrote Braun Strowman in the show notes, and I wrote, Braun! <laughs> <laughs> now, is that I didn't what want that to go saying? unnoticed. Is he actually saying th- Braun, or is he just going, Braun! I thought it was like, you know, a Ricochet song. They go, Ricochet! And then he goes, Braun! <laughs> Matt, let's move to a match uh, with some real technical skill. Um, a bit of a, a stylistic 180 from what we just Shane. talked about. No, I'm kidding. Monsieur Buddy Murphy will fight Akiri. Ah! 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 Tazawa! Ah! Ah! Well, I wrote... so I, I have For the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. I have my pick... And then I also wrote in this little blurb here that it's pretty obvious that Buddy Murphy's going to go over. But my pick is Akira Tozawa. Just, I, I feel like I've gone so many Akira Tozawa picks in a row. I just got to keep playing it till it works. Um, he's getting the push. He's getting the build. And it wouldn't hurt to have Buddy Murphy and Akira Tozawa at WrestleMania. 
especially considering they'll be on the pre-show and not actually on WrestleMania. <laughs> but, I mean, the more fun thing to do here, Mike, is is this match actually, is this going to be a five-star match? It, it very well could we. I, I don't know if you can get five stars in a five-minute match. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's roughly a star a minute, so if anyone can do it, it's the gentleman on 205 Live. Well, I will say Meltzer did give his one, I think his one five-star was to uh, the Fatal 4-Way at, at, uh, at the Royal Rumble. Oh, that was a damn fine match. It and was. I we saw it with that. a with a blinding white light in our eyes. Even with that, you could still see that it was a, a high-quality wrestling bout. That, no question. That light made it to Botchamania. I was pretty happy because that was part of the uh, the trend there. I kept sending out messages, and we were kind of blowing up. That's that's one of our hottest days on uh, for the blog was how many times we got retweeted because I was whining. So we had a bunch of people <laughs> actually visit the blog. It's uh, pretty great. <laughs> so that's one way to do it, folks. You just got to bitch at the WWE while you're at a live show, and lo and behold, you get uh, you get some movement yep. on Google. Bobby Lashley yep. and Leo Rush taking on poor little Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship. Mike, the interesting story here is is this, if Finn Balor, whether or not he wins this, I feel like he's tied to the Intercontinental Championship because of what a great job Seth Rollins did and what that meant for like where he's at now. I think the WWE likes to have a face with the IC Championship and I really hope that this is the title Finn Balor's going to be fighting for next month and not the Cruiserweight Championship. I, 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 there's no money in 205 Live. They can't be going that route. Because um, like people pay to see the guy, so there, yeah. there's, it's such a small likelihood of that happening. Um, and if you put the Cruiserweight Champion on Raw or you know smackdown or whatever um that means there's zero reason to watch 205 live you don't even have the champ on there anymore and think about uh, kind of uh, like you know kind of like monday night raw every week you know you think about the timeline too for finn balor loses to brock lesnar <laughs> loses to bobby lashley for the intercontinental championship and leo rush and then goes to 205 live and loses to buddy murphy jesus Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. If he ever went down there, he he'd probably become champion. But please don't. I know. I know it would be one thing. Like, do you want to be? Do you want to be the big fish, or do you want to be in the big pond, trying to make your way as a little tiny fish? But uh, I can't imagine that in Finn Balor's head. He's like, I want to be the big fish in 205 Live. Oh. No. So no, that's that's not gonna happen. I. I that, that sounds like it, the genesis of that is just some, you know, clickbait fiends. Um, for this match, I wrote Finn, but, you know, I don't really feel that at all. They put the Leo Rush stipulation in there um, just to give you, just to, uh, whew, I had a lot of Taco Bell tonight, just to give Finn <laughs> Balor an excuse to not win. Um, but he's, he's probably, probably going to eventually take the Intercontinental title away. Because uh, they're gonna throw him, you know, throw him a bone made out of gold. Uh, but no, we're not gonna give you Brock Lesnar's belt. Uh, you know, the the gimmick for Daniel Bryan is that he's gonna be the champion forever. 
Um, that's, you know, an idea that's clearly Brock's because I, I don't know when he's ever going to lose it. But we're jumping ahead. Matt, Bobby Lashley's going over, but he won't be long for this world for the championship. Um, the next match here is one I kind of alluded to earlier in the show. Oh, Mike, you picked you picked Finn. I know. I, I backed off of that. It, well, it, let me... I'm going to type it in now. Mike's officially... It's Wait, aren't you going Bobby Lashley? Isn't that what you said? Yeah. Okay, so just for the fans at home, Matt and Mike oh. are both picking Bobby Lashley to beat little Finn Balor. And and, and my argument is that Finn will be in the uh, the Intercontinental match at WrestleMania. This this isn't him losing and then he just disappears or you know goes to 205 Live. I th- he'll, he'll stick around. Oh, look at you changing even more answers. Jesus! <laughs> Think, uh... Matt, we got a Raw Women's Tag Team Championship match! Scheduled for one fall, and it's with Wait. Ruby Riot. It says Raw... Yeah, it does say Raw Tag Team Championship match. This is the Raw Women's Championship She is man. defending the Raw Women's Championship against Ruby Riot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your tag team champions, Ronda and Rousey. Did you just type that in, or is that my fault? Uh, I'll blame you for that. All right. That means so, that means it's on Bleacher. Wait, let me go to Bleacher Report because then let me scroll up. It's got to be in here. Yeah, Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot for the Raw Women's Tag Team Championship. Wow. <laughs> Any hoozles, Mike? We already Ru- talked about yeah. how the WWE doesn't care about this feud. So this is the same game you got to play with your boss every week. If Matt, hot take question. Yeah. The outcome seems inevitable. Yeah. What would it take for you to get interested in a match? This, it's 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 happening. And what what spot do you think would make you say, "Oh, maybe Ruby's got a chance." Well, we have to hope that the women's tag title hasn't been decided, and that. Uh, um. Liv and, and Sarah Logan haven't already been injured in, in some way, but I think I think having them ringside is, is definitely going to help. But, Mike, I, I talked to you about this little ditty before we started the show. Mike, what if the Raw Women's Championship isn't the title that will be decided at WrestleMania in the main event? Because as we all know, <gasps> SmackDown... Swerve. is going to broadcast television in Fox. Ooh. What if Asuka's been in hiding because she's about to blow the roof off? Because we all know at this match, Charlotte said she'll be ringside. Maybe Asuka will too. And all this mixed with the Riot Squad being ringside as well. Results in Ruby Riot getting the roll-up victory. Woo! <laughs> Just, Jesus Christ. So then, WrestleMania, you got Ruby Riot and Ember Moon for the Raw Women's Championship. And then the main event, Mike. Just to add another squeeze of juice into a bowl of fruit punch that never Oh, I'm going to be squeezing some juice. Woo! <laughs> you pounded pudding, squeezing juice. Mike. Flogging dolphins all the way to WrestleMania. Four-way 
for the SmackDown wow. Women the SmackDown Women's Championship. That was pretty bad. You know what I love, Oscar, by the way? Charlotte, Becky, Ronda. Mike, that is why Asuka hasn't been on TV, because we are getting the surprise of a lifetime. Three women was too many, but four women is just perfect. Woo! Mike, what do you think? Fantasy booking couldn't have been, like, I don't know why I don't have a job at WWE. Matt, that was me letting the police know that you just stole the show. The only way Ronda and Rousey There's... lose to Ruby and Riot for the Raw Women's Tag Team Championships is if there is a total clusterfuck schmaz. <laughs> we would need... What's today? We would need the February 13th, 2019 NXT version of Monday Night Raw's Tag Team Championship match. We would need to see all 40 women on the main roster for the women. Just diving in there, throwing fists and elbows, and the last woman standing is Ruby Riot pulling the tights around to Rousey to become the first ever Raw Women's Tag Team Champion. Now, the the beauty in this booking, Mike, isn't just that now you've given Asuka something interesting to do, which she's deserve like she deserves that. Uh, yes. You instantly, I think, all the fans who don't see this coming. They instantly don't care that Becky Lynch is being shit on. Which, I don't know if that's the best thing, but at least they're not angry anymore. And and now, like, we're, we're figuring out how do we get Ronda over to SmackDown. Well, obviously, they're going to do a fatal four-way and Ronda's winning. Um, but, but then you oh, also no. build Ruby Riot right to the top of the, ro- the women's roster. She's the first to take down Ronda Rousey. And, and sure, you can put every asterisk in the world on it, but, Mike, you ha- you would have a legitimate champion, or a, a new legitimate champion in the Raw Women's Division that can carry that title back and face off against Alexa and Ember Moon and Nia Jax and the whole, the whole game. And Ronda doesn't need to sniff that anymore because she'll still be locked in with Charlotte and Becky and Asuka, and, and it'll just be this complete swerve of this whole time we've been going, why, oh why, are Becky and Charlotte just taking a dump on the SmackDown Women's Championship, and they're just like, I don't care. And this will kind of just, it'll take all that stank off, because we'll realize it's always been about beating Ronda Rousey. And I, I think that just, it cures so many problems, that I pray that they're actually listening to the show going, Asuka's still on the roster? Yeah, call her up. See if she can make it. <laughs> like, there could just with be so all that, much good to come out of that. With all of that said, Mike, hot tag what's question. What's the percentage that that actually happens? What is <laughs> less than zero? Uh, like, I remember there was a, was it the letter I written cursive? There's an imaginary number. Uh, that's what we just went through. Um, so zero times an imaginary number is going to give you zero. Uh, there's no chance in hell that Ronda's going to lose. But isn't it so much smarter than anything the WWE is putting together right now? Yes, we're the smartest writers ever. <laughs> like, think about Ronda's first night. 
She came out at the Royal Rumble, interrupted Asuka winning, and then she goes in for a handshake with Asuka, and Asuka slaps her hand away. That, that story you, needs I, to be finished. I would have a lot of juice that would need to get pumped out of my body, because that would be the coolest thing ever if it came full circle. <laughs> um, and but, it, well, you know, those are just... Those are just pie-in-the-sky dreams, you know. <laughs> well, I'm so... After all that, you know, after all that fun fantasy booking, Matt, you know, if you scroll down, we have to make mention of Miz and Shane McMahon. Oh, I mean, the, the official picks are Ronda Rousey for both of us. Yes. <laughs> I would bet... I would bet every penny I've ever owned. I would bet my cat, my TV... Uh, the clothes I own, everything, I'll light on fire if she doesn't win. Oh no, Clegane! Whoop, I forgot to pull him out of that stipulation. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's on the show, it's real. Matt's eating a dick cake and you're gonna be on fire. Eventually. You should do that for the next Money in the Bank as like a celebration. <laughs> Just light the cat on fire. No, right, I meant to oh. eat the dick cake. <laughs> what is this, making a murderer? Jesus. All right. Uh, Matt, we have to make mention of it. It's on the card. Uh, the McMiz uh, double cheese with fries versus the Usos. Matt, best case scenario for me, I'm going to hot tag myself uh, that this is a five minute or less match. At the Usos, super kick and belly dive their ways to victory, but they have not yet planted the seeds, seeds of the McMiz double cheese falling apart, so... I think they're gonna win yeah i mean everything points to that i just kind of hope that this is the start of shane versus the miz um at least i mean it needs to get a push somewhere and then uh you know again like how great i am at fantasy booking mike then we would get the <laughs> usos in wrestlemania as the smackdown Which they've never done. champions think about how dumb that is that the usos haven't been it i we all know it's dumb it's, but this solves it's two pretty problems. insulting just yeah. like just like how i just solved the becky lynch charlotte ronda problem and oscar not being on tv i also just solved the usos getting into wrestlemania and shane mcmahon still getting to play with his toys also known as fighting shane jesus fighting the miz i it's it it's so simple and easy it writes itself but you know we're not we the WWE doesn't like simple and easy, and and you know when you ask for a five minute match, you probably don't want me to keep talking about it. So let's, Mike, let's move on to an elimination chamber match <laughs> for the first ever crowning <laughs> of a women's tag team champion. This will be the this will be the second time that the women's tag team championship will be defended. Because it will be earlier crowned in the night in the Ronda and Rousey <laughs> versus Ruby and Riot match. According to Bleacher. Now we're going to have... Yes. Uh, whoever wins will be immediately stripped of the belt. <laughs> and it'll be re-entered and up for grabs in an Elimination Chamber match. Mike, I thought... Matt, we have... I ha Let's uh, say each other's names uh, and cut each other off and do half sentences. Okay. Uh, we have six women in uh, this match. Uh, or do we have ten? How many are in this match now? Uh, two, four, Is six, it 12? eight, twelve. I skipped ten, but yeah. 
Okay, so we got Mandy, Sonia. Those are those are friends. We got the Iconics. We got the Boston Hog connection. We got. <laughs> I really like Boston Hog instead of Hug. Uh, we got Tamina Naya. We got uh, Fabulous uh, Glow. Like that's five. Who am I missing? Did you say the Iconics? I sure did. So okay, what did you say? You we've got. Mandy and Sonia. Mandy. Boss and Hog. We got Sonia. Mandy. Glow. Tamina yep. and Naya. The Riot Squad. Yep. And the Iconics. Oh, the Riot Squad. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you missed them. That's why I forgot. Yep. I was just uh, staring Man- at a picture of Liv Morgan. That's why I thought he's. No, I was mind. staring at a picture of Mandy Rose. <laughs> Mike, I I had so much fun with our Royal Rumble preview and doing our, you know, who's our Iron Man and things like that. Uh, I thought it would be fun to kind of play the same thing with both Elimination Chamber matches. So uh, we would do a Hope wins, a Most Dominant, and a Will win. I will go first. Mike, you'll go second. And then you'll, you'll give us, you'll get to round it out on who will win this match. Your pick. Mike, my Hope win, Mandy Rose and Sonya or the Iconics. And, and that was so tough because I, I wrote Mandy Rose and Sonya instantly. And then I was looking at the picture of the card and I went, oh, shit, forgot about the Iconics and how great that would be to have, like, this these two ladies who came in. They are a tag team, like, more than a tag team than any other group here. And I, I only say that because the other one, you know, you've got, like, the factions and things like that. But this is just two ladies, a tag team. I think it would be great for them to hold the titles first. Um, but, like I said, instantly wrote Mandy Rose and Sonya. The most dominant in the match is going to be easily Tamina and Naya. They're going to get the most pins. They'll get all their finishers in multiple times. Uh, I figure what might happen is when they come in, they're just going to clean house and bring it down to like two or three tag teams. And will win. Mike, I'm going to repeat myself. It's Tamina and Naya. We need some bad wow. guys to hold these championships going into WrestleMania. Let's add some juice to the first, uh, the first tag team title feud, women's tag team title feud headed into WrestleMania. It's got to be big. You can only do that with a heel champion, Mike. I thought you were gonna say with the biggest women on the roster, Nia and Tamina. Noise. All right, Matt. I hope that one team comes out on top. No you know, I, I like Carmella, you know, but uh, she's had a she's had a little run with the goal. You know, I love I love feeling the glow. Woo! She has had a WrestleMania moment. Now, Naya and Tamina. They're big. They're scary, but they do not want to give Jimmy Snooka's daughter any gold, so I'm gonna say no. We do have the Riot Squad, who are a cohesive unit. However, they've been pretty inept when it comes to wrestling. Uh, they get booked worse than Scotty Too Hottie, uh, or the third member of the Dudleys, Spike Dudley. <laughs> so I'm going to say no on them. Now, Boston Hug, they're going to be right there, but they're... They're already the Boston Hug, and they're probably going to write a Janetti Shawn Michaels storyline there. So Matt, I and I can't see the Iconics winning. They're they're not they're not rascally enough. They're too cute. 
They're they're good. They're good on the microphone, but I don't think they're they're not ready. Matt, there's a woman who's she's she had a pretty good showing at the Survivor Series at Sonia Mandy. That's pretty good moments at the Rumble. I think this this is their time. Matt, first ever women's tag team champions. Well, second after Ronda Rousey will be Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville. Man, you really don't know how these notes work, do you? These pre-show notes. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, Matt, most dominant. It's going to be Tamina and Nia. They're going to, you know, make their case by, uh, you know, getting some eliminations, but they're not going to give Tamina gold. Oh, I would fall off, I would fall off your couch just, if, that would, if that happened. I just realized what you were doing. Okay, I, I get it now. All right. Because you said... And Matt... Okay, go ahead. What I'm afraid is going to happen, uh, because they want to make sure they, they give it to the people who are the best at wrestling, and then eventually, you know, we'll have some uh, matches against Shayna Baszler's buddies, Jessamine and Marina. Uh, Boss and Hog are probably going over. Well, that was definitely less inspiring it's... than when you were picking who you hoped to win, which I mistook for who you... Well, that's that's who I was most passionate. That's I I was really excited about that, and the other two picks are the ones I'd actually put money on. The hope is I can justify the crap out of it, you know, to myself and to you. But we're rational thinkers. That we are. Uh, yes, we are. Very smart. Great writers. Smart. There's no reason two attractive, funny, smart, good-looking guys can't work for WWE. <laughs> It won't be this week, though. Matt, Boston Hug going over. Boom. All right. Boom! And then, the coup de gras. We have uh. the men's WWE <laughs> Championship Elimination Chamber Match. Now, that the participants. We got Daniel Bryan. He's the champ going in. We got AJ Styles, and he's mad. We got Randy Orton. He's mad. We got Samoa Joe. Mad. Jeff Hardy. His face is painted. And Kofi Gauntlet Man Kingston. Those are our six participants. Matt? Yes. I'm going to bat lead off, and we'll let you get the final word. Matt? Yay! As far as who I hope is going to win, it's not going to happen, but my God... I think the crowd would come alive. It would rain pancakes. Matt, Kofi Kingston. That's my pick. Um, Elimination Chamber has, has rolled the dice in the past. We've seen John Cena lose these types of matches. My God, we saw Bray Wyatt become WWE champion for the first time ever at an Elimination Chamber match. So there's, there's a chance for Kofi. There's a chance. Um, most dominant is probably going to be Randall. Um, he's given a lot to WWE. Um, you know, we're almost hitting 20 years for the guy, uh, multi-time champ, but it's, it's just not his time to go over. You know, it's time for him to get other people over. So he'll, he'll make his presence felt, uh, with many eliminations, uh, perhaps two, perhaps three. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would pick Samoa Joe, but then I'm a rational thinker and WWE doesn't like him. So... Uh, Mr. Orton will be getting the lion's share of, or should I say, viper's share of eliminations. Jesus. 
But ultimately, entering the match champion and leaving the match champion with his gold and hemp belt in tow, heading to WrestleMania will be from Aberdeen, Washington, Daniel Bryan. Mike, I like what you did there. Because I also hope that Kofi Kingston is going to win. Um, I, I just, like, it would be almost as much fun as that Oscar swerve would be just to, just to give Kofi a chance, like all these conversations that, uh, that Xavier Woods has been trying to start online and, and, and through social media to get Kofi a championship. Um, this would be fun. Just, you know, Mustafa Ali gets hurt. Nobody thinks it's going to happen, but man, would it be fun to see Kofi win? Uh, so he's, he's the easiest hope win. I think second place would be uh, my pick for who's going to be most dominant um because i am a rational thinker and it's going to be samoa joe <laughs> he's, he's definitely gonna make his presence felt i think he's gonna be i think he's gonna be in this match uh pretty early on i, I don't think they're gonna give samoa joe a break for uh his size <laughs> i think i think he's gonna be tested and i think uh i think it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch i i, I I feel bad uh, because I, I want Kofi to win, but I think he's going to be the one that makes Samoa Joe look the strongest. <laughs> Along, you know, Daniel Bryan will be next, and then AJ Styles. Uh, he'll be able to manhandle everybody in this match, uh, so he'll he'll be fun to watch. And then the will win, and Mike to fantasy book it into the ground. Uh, yes, Daniel Bryan's winning this, Mike, because he's getting a new member added to his faction. Ooh, in the name of Tommaso Ciampa. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God, Matt! I take back the cool police Luke, sound. Luke, Luke Harper. Wait, do you have a? Yeah, wait, do you have a real name? Luke Harper, making his return. He's gonna join his old bludgeon brother, Eric Rowan. Bludgeon Brothers are gonna join Daniel Bryan, and we're we're gonna get a real faction moving here with Daniel Bryan. He's gonna start a real movement, an evil movement, where he's vegan and he wants us to recycle. Fuck that guy! But he's starting a hell of a faction. Daniel Bryan's winning this, and Luke Harper's Matt, making his return. Let me add to your magic fantasy booking here. I like, <laughs> I like Eric Rowan. You do hanging out with Daniel Bryan. You know, and I like the idea of Luke Harper also joining Daniel Bryan. I would love Bray Wyatt oh, I was gonna say to join Daniel did. Bryan. Damn it. That, just to really come full circle and be one of the rare moments when WWE looks at its past, like for Bray to kind of see the error of his ways and see that, you know, Daniel has found the recipe to success, and they can both be, you know, not necessarily the eater of worlds, but maybe, you know, the eater of of people? I don't know. Something. Something along those vegany lines. Yeah. I think it would be an incredible tag team. I think that could absolutely be the faction that sets WWE on fire. Um, Especially in SmackDown. That would... That would make me watch every fucking episode of SmackDown. I would watch it as religiously as I watch NXT if that happened. 
Mr. H, I know you listen and you just use your burner accounts to do so. My God, please write it down. Make it happen. The wrestling world would be on fire. Nobody would care about that AEW, I promise. Matt, check the time here. We are at hour. Not too bad. Hour 14. Yeah. Um, we wrap did you up have in any a minute final here, thoughts? This will be our shortest episode. Yeah, we kicked some ass on that one. Hell yeah, we did. Hell yeah! Oh, hell yeah! All right. Well, let, let's knock this out of the park. Uh, real quick, let's recap, because I think I updated this. Braun Strowman, we're both picking him. Uh, I've got Akira Tozawa, Mike, you've got Buddy Bear, Buddy Murphy going over for the Cruiserweight Championship. Bobby Lashley's taking down Finn Balor. Ronda Rousey taking down Ruby Riot. Of course, we're hoping for that amazing fantasy booking scenario I set up. Uh, I've got the Usos going over Shane and Miz. Mike, you've got uh, Miz and Shane retaining. Women's yep. Tag Team Championship Elimination Chamber match. I've got Tamina <coughs> and Nia Jax. Mike, you've got the Boston Hog. And then the <laughs> WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match. We both have Daniel Bryan. But the interesting part is I've got Luke Harper making his return. Mike, who I love so much more, and your idea is so much better. Bray Wyatt getting the assist with Daniel Bryan. Um, I, yeah, I was going to start doing more fantasy booking, but let's let's so wrap it up. Here's the problem. The problem with fantasy booking is that you have such a good idea. When it doesn't happen, you hate the whole show. Yeah. So Ronda's going to win in a squash. Uh, Daniel Bryan's going to win in a squash. Um, you know, it's not necessarily a squash for Daniel Bryan. Definitely for Ronda Rousey. Uh, but not for Daniel Bryan. Probably just the typical, some shenanigans, you know, Eric Rowan will, you know, use his beard to tie Randy Orton's ankle down to the end of the ring or something. I don't know. Some dumb shenanigans like that. But <laughs> I'm so excited for our fantasy booking. I don't know if you saw, but Steam, uh, who, you know, sells video games. Uh, the new WWE game is only nineteen ninety seven right now. Ugh. Um, That's not a bad price much. for the brand new game. Um, and you can create all the fantasy booking you want with WWE <laughs> 2K19. Uh, Mr. H, if you also want to throw us a couple free copies, we'll be more than happy to mention it every three sentences. Yep. Or should I say every 9.99? Every 9.99 sentences. <laughs> Matt, um, this has been our greatest episode since last week. We need to give a very special thanks to Eric Bugenhagen and remind everybody Boog! to like and uh, subscribe to and review the show on iTunes and Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Find the Brothers of Discussion. Uh, don't forget to go to uh, Twitter and Facebook at BOD Podcast to find our uh, daily stylings. And of course, BODpodcast.com, where you can find the 65 episodes that came before this episode 66 which you're listening to now and all of our wonderful blogs that we talk about and never post all right everybody this has been the brothers of discussion we are three away from 69 Woo! oh and any shade we throw to wrestler uh we don't mean unless it's uh vince russo and then it has been the brothers of discussion Ah! Ah! brothers Ah! of discussion Ah! Ah! come on all right Bye.